everybody. What's up? It is episode 35 of Ask Broman. I hope you're doing well. Uh, it is Thursday, January 25th. We're getting back into the swing of things. Uh, we took Tuesday off for the live recording because I was still recovering. You're probably still going to hear a lot of coughing. Uh, but I've been having a good time, man. Great time over here on uh, on Twitch, which is where we do this. Twitch.tv slash Professor Broman live three times a week when I don't have the Black Death. Uh, <laughs> it's always a good time. Um, I'm trying to think if we have any housekeeping on the podcast side of things we need to do yet. Um, other, other than, uh, the reminder that you can still vote for me for streamer of the year, uh, for the shorty awards, which you can in fact still do, uh, <laughs> by going to, you know, the shorty awards website and giving, giving your boy a vote. Uh, I think that's it. We don't have anything awesome going on at all. Um, other than this podcast, what, uh, yeah, so let's just get right into it. Uh, it's been a while. I've missed I've missed you, podcast family, and I'm I'm happy that we can uh, we can get into it with some silly shenanigans again today. Um, this is Lara Beast, and we have not spoken before today, but maybe Lara Beast has some dope ass questiones that they would like to ask and or get answered. So we will wait for Lara Beast to unmute their microphone and then we'll get we'll get to town. To just a side note, any of you uh any of you that have got the flu right now, my my deepest deepest condolences cuz that shit does not fuck around, man. I've never been put out of commission for so long. Hey Lara Beast. I cannot hear you speak at all hello hi how you doing my friend good how are you i'm great man i'm glad you got all your shit figured out and it didn't take like you know like five days like it has in the past what can i I do for you today my friend i'm not really sure on on what i got for you so if you want to come back to me you know oh you don't you don't have a question yet a little bit you just were holding your place in line Exactly. Fantastic. Yes. Well, now you see you've effectively hacked my brain because now I feel really guilty and you've, you've got first ups. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Next okay. time I see you. Okay, man. Well, you keep thinking and we'll get back to you. <laughs> All right. Lara Beast is figuring things out. We'll grab uh, Digital Clink, which makes me think of going to jail. Which I'm not 100% if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it definitely is a thing because you know the clink going to jail it's you get arrested there it's bad man it's bad everybody's having a lot of technical difficulties with their microphones today that's what happens when you do a live podcast is people are not ready hey what's up what's going on not much man thanks for getting your audio shit sorted out what can i do for you today First of all, is your is your name about going to jail or is it about drinking beers? It's about uh, drinking beers. All right, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, it's about drinking beers, guys. What can I do for you today, my friend? So, being uh, in the new streaming 
I guess you could say a fairly new streamer. Okay. Um, I've uh, <clears throat> I did my research, and your guys' graphic design, yours, Gathalians, Lupos, all those, your graphic design is phenomenal. Yeah. And that's Thank what you. really, you know, that's what really catches me as a person, my eye, because Twas is just amazing, hands down, hands sure. down. Sure. <laughs> um. So I got the bright idea to reach out to him and all this stuff. And, you know, I actually spoke to him about prices and stuff. Okay. <clears throat> Something else came to mind. You know, it's tax time. And, of course, being a new streamer, I'm focusing on getting, you know, a better PC to okay. be able to do that. So my question would be, if you had to say what's more important, the visual aspect of catching someone's eye with the graphics like that? or being able to have a better stronger pc to push a better quality stream hmm. that's uh that's tough my friend um i i'm always a fan of i mean like how long have you been streaming is the first question um, since august so right at six months okay five six months so you've been streaming for six months, which is solid. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You're, it's an interesting situation, especially because of of the fact that you want to work with with Twaz, who's not only, you know, he has a lot of uh, benefit because he's a great designer, but he's also got a really great social network. So working with him and having him demo your project as it's in development is actually secondarily a fantastic advertising tool. So your question exactly. is difficult. <laughs> um uh, I would have given you a different answer, but if you've been streaming for six months and you feel like the quality of your stream is good uh, and you're really looking for solid branding going forward along as along with, you know, the the marketing buy that is working with a great designer that is very um, active socially. Um, I would work with Twas, honestly, which is not the answer I was expecting to give you. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, because the PC, I mean, that I'm currently using now, I mean, it's just some yeah, stuff. I mean, and that's, thing. I need to ask more follow-up questions. Like, is your current setup adequate for, like, let's say another year or two? Potentially. Um, I mean, of course, computers are always becoming outdated. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, yeah. as far as, right. As far as what's being pushed out now, I mean, I go back and I constantly rewatch some of my VODs just to see where I can improve or what I can do better, whether it be volume or tweaking a light here or there. So, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm decently happy with it, but you know, I'm sure you're aware of this as well. Always wondering which de decision is the right one to push you in the right direction. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean the, the visual quality of a stream, like, um, I guess this this was a conversation I had uh, with um, with some other broadcasters pretty recently off stream. Uh, it's interesting how how uh, how much of a diminishing return uh, you get when you start investing in like improvements on stream quality. And what I mean is, it, like, you can spend like a baseline amount of money, like let's say two thousand dollars, getting your stuff set up. And that'll get you like a 85% quality ratio. 
But then if you spend two thousand more dollars on, and this is like on equipment, you're gonna go up by like five percent, right? Like upgrading from uh, you know, a sixty FPS HD USB webcam to like a one thousand dollar. Um, you know, DSLR camera is going to improve the quality of your stream, but it's a massive investment to get that extra 5%. Um, if you feel like all of your equipment is adequate, um, which it definitely sounds like it is and that, and that everything's running really well in investing in strong imaging for your personal brand, I think is, you know, at this point, you've been doing it for six months. You obviously like it. Uh, which is in my <laughs> which is in my opinion huge. A lot of people wouldn't oh, yeah. be asking this question after streaming for six months. Uh, right. They would just be you know it's like the first question that they want to ask. I would I yeah I mean I would go with branding for your channel. Um, honestly, because it sounds like everything that you have is is set up and it's it's what you like uh, and having a strong visual brand is going to enhance what you're already doing. Um, right. Do you mind if I ask everything that you might be having him do for you? Um, well, I started out with asking him just basic logo design, and he told me that price. But uh -huh. before I could say anything back, he came back and said, you know, hey, look, for X amount, I can do the entire, you know, the entire rebrand, banners, logo, the intro videos, the whole nine. Yeah. And you know, that, that blew my mind. And I was like, okay, you know, I need to get back to you. <laughs> I need to really, for lack of a better term, count all my chickens here and make sure that's, that's what I want to do before. Yeah. You know, stepping forward with it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it sounds, it sounds awesome, you know, and obviously uh, I always recommend you know, taking your time before you invest in like visual assets and things like that. But it sounds like you got a good head on your shoulders, man. And and you're really considering the best places for you to invest your time and money. Um, and that's, I mean, that's and what that, I would do in your position, you know, around six right, months was when I started looking for uh, things personally on my stream to start working with, you know, artists that do really solid you know like strong visual branding so that way my channel would stand out was around six months into what i was doing and that's that's what i told him i actually told twas this is if i'm going to pay someone to work on my channel i want to do it right the first time i don't want to you know yeah all right well that's yeah, awesome that any, gives me uh, you got any follow-ups on this i want to make um, sure no, i give that, you a, a full breadth of, of answers here right no no i mean that makes sense and i was kind of leaning towards the the rebrand side i mean i'm i mean i even told twice i don't feel like i'm big enough to even be approaching him yet but i want to have that visual aspect because like i said earlier that's what catches me is the visuals of yeah. it and i want to have that same effect i mean that's another people. thing you know we talk about i talk about authenticity all the time and if it's something that has a high level of personal value for you, um, it's something that becomes motivating. Like, wow, I got all these great assets and now I can't wait to stream because I love showing this off to people. Uh, exactly. It's a big thing. You know, when I when I feel like I'm in desperate need of, of an update for some visual things, you know, it always sucks to stream when you're like waiting. <laughs> you're like, I just want it to be better. And it's not better yet. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so I, I I don't talk about that side of things very much, but it's it's definitely a reality. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do for you. Um, just sort of like a little bit of advice when it comes to working with designers, and now everyone who's listening uh, on the podcast that's a designer, uh, I hope that you love me after this. <laughs> Make sure you give really good feedback during the design process. Um, if you do or don't like something, like let them know. And when you're, when you're giving the feedback, make sure you have design ideas attached to it. One of the worst things you can do is be trying to give feedback to somebody. And they're like, I don't know. I don't like it. It's kind of like, it's just different than what I want. And if you could just make it more of what I want, then like, that would be great. Um, you know, (laughs) taking a moment to actually sit down with the piece of work that they're doing with you and say specifically, I like this and this. I wish that this part was different. We'll go miles for you um, in getting you exactly <laughs> what you want. Uh, making sure that you communicate is so important. Uh, it is ultimately money that you are spending. So it has to be a design and a brand that you are happy with. So don't be afraid right. to to take the extra time and give feedback about, you know, your design that you're paying for. Uh, I like to I personally, I like to let designers work. But if there's something that you feel like needs to be changed, make sure that you voice it. Uh, the last thing you want is uh, to be unhappy with what you end up with. Right. Yeah. Um, that's all I got for you, man. Awesome. Well, I mean, like I said, that, that really gives me a huge insight on it because the way you worded that rebranding is definitely that much more important. So that, that really helps. Like, yeah, tremendously. Good, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm happy that you decided to work with Captain Twaz. There's a lot more great things that happen when you work with him than, than just getting a great visual brand. Um, exactly. His personal, his <clears throat> part, and this is, this is, uh, I guess this is advice for everyone. When you work with somebody else who has a strong personal brand, no matter what they do, whether they're a designer or they're a streamer or uh, they do any of this shit, any of it. Um, When you work with somebody who has a strong personal brand, uh, you benefit not only from the work that they're going to do because, you know, they're good at it, but you're also going to benefit from the network that they have around their work. you know, people who are fans of them are going to look at you and be like, oh, wow, you're working with so-and-so. Well, I want to see what they do for you, um, which is great kind of secondary advertising for everything that you're doing. Um, this is sort of, it's sort of a sort of like a, a 201 class in picking people to work with. Uh, but <laughs> I'm excited and you you're you picked a good person and I'm looking forward to seeing, I'm personally looking forward to seeing what he does for you. It's going to be great. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, do you want to go ahead and shout ever, uh, shout out your channel and all that stuff? Let everybody know where they can find you. Sweet. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the most appreciated part here. (laughs) Um, obviously twitch.tv forward slash digital clink. Um, I actually just started a YouTube channel as well. You can just search Digital Clink there as well. I'm currently working on a Shovel Knight playthrough. Oh, Shovel That's Knight? My first... Oh, Shovel Knight's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love it. That's my first set of videos. So the YouTube channel isn't big yet, but 
it's got a few videos on there. I mean, it's, um, it takes time. Right. I mean, I'm basically uniform on every social media I branded or my name is literally on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just as it's spelled digital clink. So, I mean, Fantastic, it's all you. No, yeah, you, got that, uh, you got that integrated branding already. I like it, man. Awesome. It's good stuff. Well, thank you so much, dude. And uh, keep me updated on all the stuff you're working on. I can't wait to hear more about it. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right. You have a good one. All right. See ya. See ya. Um, yeah, that's so... I love people that are already doing <clears throat> before they start asking next level questions, right? Uh, like when, if you're, <laughs> you know, like if somebody is just starting out in the gym and they're coming up to you and they're like, yo, what's the best way to test for my one rep max for an Olympic snatch? And you're like, uh, why are you doing that? You can't even do a push-up. Uh, folks that have been out there working hard, doing doing the work, and then coming in and asking really informed questions like that. Um, that's just, that's great. So many good discussions today already. Working with designers is key. I hope that if you're listening, you paid attention to that part. Listening, listening and providing feedback to designers on the work that they're doing for you is... I don't know. It'll make you the best client ever and more people will want to work with you. <laughs> the best calling card you can ever get when you're working with anyone in a creative field is like, yo, this person, they are easy to work with because they know what they want. It's like the best thing. You'll have designers knocking down your door. So make sure you can give that good feedback. Um, all right. Let's see if Larry Beast is is ready here. Hello, Lara Beast. You got a uh, you got your uh, you got your question all sorted out, my guy. Or are we uh, are we still waiting? I'm gonna assume we're still waiting, but I'm not a hundo percent on that. I'm gonna just hang out and chill. I'm gonna hang out, chill, and wait for Lara Beast to pick up the phone. Ask a question. All right, never mind. It's not happening yet. Um, <laughs> uh, let's get this guy. This is Infern Owl. How are you doing today, kind person, sir or madam? I'm. I am doing great. How are you, Bruman? <laughs> doing great, dude. What can I do for you? I am. Just give me a second. It's my first Ask Broman, and it's a little wild uh, that I got on right after the last guy because I kind of wanted to follow up on his question a little bit with what. Oh, he that's said. great. Uh, so he was talking about working with Twas, and you made the point of um, saying that with Twas, you're not only getting his great work, but also the connections. And my question kind of feeds into that with, like, as a, I wouldn't say that I'm a new streamer, but I'm definitely a like way smaller streamer. Um, and I was looking for help with like building a social network, not with followers so much, but with like other streamers, other content creators and stuff yeah. i've like i've talked to people and when i i mean i have i've made a few friends that also stream but they're also small streamers like is there anything that you could do other than just putting yourself out there and letting your content speak for itself to like yeah kind of um, build i up? think that <laughs> i think that one of the biggest misconceptions is is what you just said like putting it out there and letting your content speak for itself right 
Um, yeah, uh, th- that's that's true. And if you're if you're good and you got it like that, like I think you're definitely going to have people interested in your product, like you know whatever it is, whether you're making a YouTube channel or you're putting out shit on Instagram. Uh, but like traditional networking, making friends, meeting people, uh, and you know like actually talking. Uh, you know, and becoming parts of other people's, uh, you know, content, whether it's, you know, collaborating or just networking with them. That's a huge part of it as well. Okay. Um, I can, and I can understand that. Yeah. So, so yeah, absolutely go out there and do work on your craft. But after you're done putting out, you know, whatever it is, your video for the day, it doesn't mean that you're done. It means that you've got you know more to do now that your content's out there you need to find every single possible way to distribute it right right so uh that means you know working with other people talking to them getting in other folks comment sections and saying like hey you know this is this is what i've been working on like or whatever getting out there and making actual real friends that are of the same size uh that's one (laughs) of the best strategies that i've ever seen at least on twitch uh, is if you work with content creators that are the same size as you, um, the potential for growth for you and them uh, is compounded like immensely. Because now you're not just building a network between two people, you're building a network between you two and all of your viewers, and it go- it just keeps going. Um, when I was started on when I was getting started on Twitch, um, I had a pretty awesome group of friends uh we made a team called the wobblers which is still around Uh, i mean like we all still kind of display the team name even though we don't do all the stuff we used to and uh one of the big reasons why all of us uh were so successful was because we continuously worked together to build our communities in tandem so finding folks that are willing to work with you uh is huge especially if they're sort of in the same place you know okay yeah yeah okay well i mean i can i can definitely appreciate that advice i guess i just need to work more with people that are around the same level and like the friends that i've made already yeah just sort of talk to them about it and like see if we can build some sort of network together where yeah we're all i mean exactly each other. there's a um i mean mr fruit who is a, a youtuber i don't know if you are aware of him uh but he and his friends, you know, who now have their own channels, you know, when they got started, it was about, you know, it was Mr. Fruit's channel, but he would do stuff with these other two guys that are were his close friends. And their goal ultimately was to just have a good time and play video games together. And it was great. And it built, you know, Mr. Fruit sort of has this tentpole brand now where he has other people who are working with him and alongside him all the time. But when they were getting started, it was just fruit making the content. Um, so even even networking outside of the space and finding friends that you like to game with uh, for whatever you're doing in the long term, you know, five years, 10 years from now uh, can be huge. So um, and you also brought up a really good point, And I wanted to mention this because it gets done a lot. Folks are constantly trying to network like me or other large content creators on every platform because they think, oh, if I can just become so-and-so's friend, I made it, right? 
Uh, oh yeah, no, yeah. that's obviously not the intent. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I can I no, can see why I mean, that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Well, I know it's not the intent, but I'm telling you and everyone else that is a hundred percent how it comes off. Okay, <laughs> always. There's no the only way around that um, is to build a positive relationship long term. Like there's people who've been in my channel for like three years. And I know them personally, right? We talk, they make me laugh. We have fun together just like normal friends would. And if they said, hey, bro, man, I started streaming. You want to do like a co-op stream? I'd be like, fuck yeah. You know, I love you, you know, viewer, you know, <laughs> you know, viewer five who's been here ever since the channel got started. <coughs> so even if you're looking to sort of network if you're looking to network with larger broadcasters or larger content creators, um, no matter what field they're in, the only way to do that and actually and to do it and not get ignored uh, is to build a long term relationship. OK, you know, so, yeah, and that makes sense. You're not just going to jump in on someone's thing no, and then uh, because, they accept I mean, you out of nowhere. That's not how that works. Yeah, exactly. Because you have to think of like all the considerations that this person has too, like one bad moment on stream with someone that they're taking a risk on uh, or one bad YouTube video can do untold long-term damage to their channel and their personal brand. Um, you know, okay. like if I was, if I was like, Hey man, I'm going to be playing, I'm going to be playing with so-and-so today. We're going to have a good time. They're a good person. Let's have fun. And then they hop on stream and start spewing all sorts of racist shit. Uh, suddenly not only has that person ruined their brand and they're fucking done, but I start having to play damage control. Um, and I have to go around the back end and I have to apologize for something that wasn't my fault. You know, all this other shit. Uh, it's something that's happened to me before and I'm I'm always very cautious about it. And that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so it's really just, there's no like... Obviously, there's no like do this and it'll immediately happen. But the idea is basically just treat it like any other relationship that Absolutely. you have with people. Just the... talk to them and be a good person. <laughs> yeah, the person, the person in the the person in the room of sharks that are, everyone's trying to take advantage of each other. The person who's there just to give, you know, the person who's there to say like, "What can I do for you?" When everyone else is like, "What can you do for me?" Uh, you'll win long-term every time it takes longer to win uh and everybody's focused on the short term and they'll you know say you're stupid and you're wasting your time but they're dumbasses and they won't be around in two years but you will i mean uh, yeah and and <laughs> waiting is no is not even remotely an issue for me i we mean i've been have, two years now like the time game so much time not an issue. <laughs> we <Yeah>. all have <laughs> so much time um Take the time to build a relationship. Take the time to actually find people that are going to make sense for you to work with long term. And you'll always be set. <laughs> okay. No, that sounds good. Yeah. I guess I'd never thought of it that way, but I'll definitely take that advice to heart. Thanks. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's networking is confusing, dude. I, I, I feel like it's one of the most underappreciated and, and under communicated aspects of content creation is the ability to build a good personal network um and that's because everyone talks about it like there's these life hacks for it but in reality there are no hacks it is the same shit that has been happening for five thousand years which is make friends and then wait 
That's it. Yeah, I think I think that it might be sort of like people the way that they say it. It's yeah. in sort of a Wall Street business sense, which is yeah. you can kind of just give that guy your card. He knows what you do. You know what he does. You know what you can get from each other. But that doesn't work in this business. Like no, really, everything anything is, you can do, someone else could do. But everything it's, is it's based on your reputation, and it takes a long time to build a reputation or to okay. build notoriety. And then you have to be patient, and you have to love playing that part of the game. Um. If you don't, you're always going to be trying to find shortcuts and working hard to find shortcuts is just, I, I don't know, it, you burn bridges when you're, when you try and accelerate everything, you just end up burning bridges instead of being patient. Um, yeah. So yeah, get out there, make friends, have a good time, uh, find people of your size or if you're like a, that you click with and then just start making content with them, collaborating on everything. All right, can do. Thank yeah. you so much. All right, dude. Also, let everybody know where you're, uh, where you're at, what you're up to, and where they can find oh. you on the internet. Yeah. Um. Anyone that wants to watch any of the games that I play, because I'm a smaller variety streamer, but go for it. It's Twitch.tv/infernal, just like the name. Uh, what what is it? Inferno, but with a WL on the end. Yeah, like an infernal <laughs> owl. Inferno. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> it's solid uh, stuff, my dude. Yeah, thanks. And then um, if I could, just before I go, I've been watching you for a while, and I really appreciate stuff like this that you do, where you just help out the community, man. Oh, uh, well, that's... <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. That is that is what killed Roman. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, no, I, pre- I appreciate that, man. I, I, try, I try really hard to <laughs> always be around for folks and... Um, yeah, I just the my the whole goal of all this is to just help you guys blow up so that you're the you know, I'm I'm basically trying to put myself out of business. Um, I mean, and we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, man. You have a good day. You too. Thanks. I lost my discord channel right here. These are good. These are good. These are good questions. These are good questions. I am so lost on this. Uh, this map that I'm trying to fucking work through right now um all right let's grab let's grab possibly ben because ben is possibly ben but he's not all the way ben it's uh it is very quantum in nature it's uh depending on when you observe it Depending on when you observe Ben, you find out whether or not he is Ben. What can I do for you? Hey, man, thanks for uh, taking the time to uh, answer a question. Um, I'm not a streamer or anything like that, so I don't have anything to pitch at the end of it. But, no, that's fine. I like um, I like everyone who's involved. Uh, yeah, for, for me, it's it's mostly uh, like a small business uh, type question. Um, yeah. You know, kind, of, kind of around the, uh, the, the nature of, of streaming and my curiosity of it is, now, how much uh, time uh, do you spend on the business development side of things uh, as far as endorsements and sponsorships and things like that? Um, and, and at what point, I guess, uh, during your stream career, did that become important or, or uh, you know, had to dedicate some time to? Hmm. That's a good one. Um, so are you asking specifically, like, how much time do I devote to the small business stuff that I do on the side? 
Yeah, uh, or just, uh, you know, lining up things in the background for your stream um, as far as, uh, you know, who who you take endorsements from, who you're working with. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. No, this is a this is this is actually a phenomenal question that I'm sure a lot of people have wanted to hear the answer for for, for a while. Um, okay, so I devote approximately like let's uh, when I when I'm in full swing and I'm let's say I'm streaming like sixty to seventy hours a week, which is pretty average for me. Um, I'm devoting another twenty to behind the scenes stuff, uh, whether that's maintaining relationships that I already have um whether that is uh you know working with um <laughs> working with potential sponsors and things like that that's also uh that used to take up a lot more of my time finding sponsorships and like networking working and all that stuff but now I have um now I have OPG who is my management team online performers group and they handle a lot of that stuff they look at contracts they do the networking they are out there kind of shopping me and a lot of other content creators around so that we can find you know work but uh so that aspect has been sort of offloaded a little bit uh yeah so and then and then i mean you know like i run guardian con and i have a small business so we're talking about i don't know 50% of the time I devote on stream when I'm not streaming is also working. So I'd say like around 30 hours, 40 hours a week, I spend working on whatever sort of small business stuff that I have. Um, like right now, a vast majority of my time is being devoted to our fundraising efforts for Guardian Con, right? So we're having like four different fundraisers before we do our week-long charity stream. And my goal is to try and raise a million dollars with those fundraisers. So that way, when we start the charity stream, we just have to raise 1.4 million. Um, and, you know, we've we've effectively earned 2.4 million dollars for the kids of St. Jude. But in order to do that, I'm organizing these events. And each event takes about 40 to 50 hours of work time from myself personally just to get them up and off the ground. Um, so right now we're working on the hunt, which is going to be happening in February. And then I have things lined up for March. Um, hopefully March, April, uh, and June as well. Um, along with big social pushes from our social media side. And that's just one, um, that's just, <laughs> that's just one of the things I do. We're also working with Kings Coast right now. Uh, we launched like a new roast today. We have uh, a couple new uh, initiatives that we're doing with the company on social. And then we are launching potentially in March a whole new product line um, that about two years ahead of when we thought we would. So there's a lot of stuff going on um, on the small business side. And I think that... Uh, when broadcasters say that there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes that you don't see, like for me, that's kind of a taste of what I do uh, every day. And it's it's a lot of hats. It's a lot of uh, uh, it's a lot of balls in the air, you know, when you're trying to juggle things. Uh, my advice to anyone who's kind of starting a small business or who's looking into being a little bit more entrepreneurial with their time is it's okay to have a slow burn going up to it 
like for as much as I say, like get out there and do things and get started. Right. Um, something I don't think I talk enough about is like prep. <laughs> um, it's definitely worth waiting a week to get started. Uh, because once you're started on whatever the project is, uh, once you're started on whatever your project is, you're not stopping until you're retired. Um, and I think that's the mindset that you need to go into things with is that, uh, is that once I'm started, I'm not stopping until I've achieved, you know, whatever my goal is X, Y, or Z. And, um, when you have that mindset, it makes everything that you approach a lot more manageable because it's, it's not optional anymore. I think folks like to give themselves a lot of like leeway and grace, like, Oh, well, you know, like I could get this started. And then if I give up on it, I give up on it, but that's like a losing mindset. You know, any project that you start, you should want to see through until completion. And that's kind of where we're at with Kings coast and guardian con and even my stream, you know, I don't know what the end of any of those things look like. Uh, but I'm constantly searching uh, for that. When is the time when I will be done with X, Y, or Z? Because as these, you know, once you're started, <laughs> uh, once you're started, uh, and you're going, identifying your end point uh, is a big part of defining your path, sort of like working backwards. <clears throat> yeah, it makes total sense, man. Um, and, and thank you for providing all that uh, you know keen insight into what goes on in the background. I think uh, just me as a viewer. Um, you know, that's always been on, you know, the back of my mind, like what, what goes on behind the scenes, uh, and, and to give that insight is, is really cool. Um, it, it's interesting that you mentioned that you have, uh, you know, some of that outsourced, like the management and, and talent agency yeah. sort of thing. Um, do you ever foresee a, <clears throat> like reaching a, a, another, um, you know, plateau where you need to, you know, bring on more people to help you out with the other aspects? Um, yeah, uh, you know, one of the uh, one of the things that I have been working on lately is trying to hire an editor and like a personal assistant, because one of the things that I that consumes a lot of my time right now that doesn't necessarily have to be done by me is distribution. Right. So like I do this podcast and I have to upload it to like 10 different places. Uh, I do a YouTube video. I need to make sure that it gets on Facebook and it gets on uh, it gets on Facebook and it gets on YouTube. Um, you know, every every single thing that I do has like multiple distribution points and getting that managed by someone else would be a huge way to free up a lot of time. And then uh, some other assistance work, I guess, that that. Amy and I are trying to do um, for our lives is we are attempting to sort of find the things that we do every day that we could kind of outsource <laughs> uh, because that frees up more time to chase after personal passions or uh, 
or even, you know, like fill with more work. That's uh, that's something that I have, I guess, made. I, I stepped away from it for a long time, like this idea of needing a support structure, like a functional uh, a functional support structure to everything that I do, because if I don't have that, um, then I'm a one man show and I'm used to being a one man show and depending on other people freaks me out. But uh, I think that for me, one of the biggest points of growth that's going to happen over the next two years is I'm going to figure out how to um, bring other people into you know, my content network and my distribution network in order to produce more content like this. <clears throat> because I love doing things like this and I would do it more if I could. Uh, but for every, you know, hour I spend recording this podcast, there's three hours of work on the back end to make sure it gets distributed properly. Um, so if I wanted to do, let's say, seven episodes of the podcast every week, it's seven hours of recording and then uh, 21 hours of work, which I don't have time to do. Um, <laughs> so that's that's some that's some like personal growth stuff, I guess, that I'm working on. <laughs> good stuff, man. You're um, you're definitely a- cautious of your brand and and uh, careful to grow it. Uh, you know, very very naturally and organically, and not try to force the issue. So I appreciate that as a you know as a as a listener. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I appreciate you asking that question. Uh, usually I have really well-defined answers to things, but when you ask me about uh, <laughs> personal shit like that, um, you know, it's still things that I'm figuring out, and, and I appreciate that. I don't... I talk on the stream. Uh, when we do this, I talk a lot like I have answers because the questions are, are things that I have experienced, but when it comes to points of growth in my life, uh, I still have a lot more growth to do, and there's more things to figure out, so thank you very much uh ben for asking those great questions all right do you need to shout out anything uh just just my on? fellow uh my fellow stream watchers uh you know jeremy lou chuck they're all big fans of yours as well oh okay <laughs> well thanks ben you're incredible and uh i'm assuming people can go follow you at possibly ben if they would be interested yeah if they if they are so inclined i wouldn't recommend it though i, I give out nonsense <laughs> All right, my guy. It's a bold strategy, bold Cotton. Strategy. Let's see how it uh, you know, works out. Um, <laughs> Take I'll care, t- bro, man. I'll talk to you later, dude. Appreciate you. Um, to address a point that's uh, that's been brought up in chat and um, uh, a point that I think is incredibly important for everyone uh, who listens to this podcast is uh, I only know how to give advice based off of the journey that I've taken. Um, <laughs> and I realized that my approach has uh, drawbacks and it is absolutely not the best approach for everyone <clears throat> it is definitely not the best approach for everyone uh, every single person needs to find and I hope that it is obvious when you're listening to this you have to find what works most authentically for you uh, if that's working 180 hours a week then it's working 180 hours a week. Uh, if it's working 40 hours a week and then spending the rest of the time with your kids and your family and your friends, then fucking do that. Like, please do that. Um, 
because there is nothing uh, worse than trying to live a life that someone else is in charge of. Uh, you are in charge of your life. You are in charge of the choices that you make. And ultimately, you need to be in charge of your own happiness. And you will never get um, too happy by following other people's path for you. You have to figure it out for yourself. And that includes my path. <laughs> you know, it includes the way that I do things. If you're listening to this and you're like, God damn, I can't imagine, you know, approaching life that way, then then don't. <laughs> uh, you know, don't don't approach life like that. Simply <laughs> find a way and find a path that works for you. Uh, because that's what I want is I want you to be happy. And that's the whole point of this podcast is to give advice uh, based off of my experience, the good things and the bad things that I've been through so that you can make informed decisions about whatever the hell you're working. Um, all right. We have time to get uh, one more person in here. So let's get third trick. Um. And we will find out what third trick has to talk oh about. Oh my goodness! Hey man, how are you? Fine. How are you? I'm I'm wonderful, my friend. What can I do for you? Ready? <laughs> Actually, I was ready. That's a lie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to be ready. I get it. Um. So I have a couple questions about uh, charity. Sure. Involved with streaming. All right. Because number one, I'm always playing video games, and if I can find a way to, that would just be the fucking tits. That'd be the fucking tits. All right, man. So, uh, what in particular, like, what question do you have in particular about charity and streaming? No, I know that like you can streamers who literally just have like a donate button to uh, charities and stuff like that. Like I have a buddy yeah, whatever, who all his donations cause they're passionate people. about. Yeah. I just don't. I'm so bad at dogs are barking. That's no, all right. Don't worry about it. So bad at um to I choose which charity and stuff like that and like is a terrifying thing to me as well trying to figure out you know what source uh, to use um recommend uh what could you recommend for those kinds of things sure um <clears throat> so i think i got most of that question one um you're never going to find a perfect charity to work with, right? Um, <laughs> I think a lot of folks uh, decide to or decide or end up not doing good, like not working with charities, not working with uh, with you know like a charity that they love or a charity that they don't love or whatever, because they're scared of what other people are going to think. They're afraid that working with this charity is going to end up damaging their reputation which is a little bit weird uh but i'll just i mean i can just give you my perspective on things one if you're on twitch the best way to work with a charity is through tiltify 
Uh, they're a fantastic website. We use them for GuardianCon. Uh, they have working relationships inside the ga- the online gaming entertainment space with pretty much every charity on the planet. And if they're not working with the charity that you want them to work with, uh, they'll probably get it set up and running inside of a year. <clears throat> so I think that like, that is some, uh, you know, Tiltify presents a set of tools that weren't around when I was starting. So I would definitely look into their website and, and kind of see the sort of stuff that, that they're doing currently, see if they represent a charity that you like. Uh, second of all, I think that folks jump into charity a little bit too quick in the online space. Um, and I like to put it this way. You will do more for the charity if you take a year and devote um you know, all of the time and effort that you possibly can to growing your stream, growing your personal brand and increasing your notoriety and your status as a broadcaster, um, you will you will be able to do more if you spend a year doing that before you get into uh, before you get into fundraising than if you were to just try and do fundraising right off the bat. One of the biggest things that I kind of advise people against um, one of the big things that I uh, advise people against is starting a channel for the sole, the sole and specific purpose from day one uh, for raising money for charity. Uh, because then you're not really building anything. You're just constantly asking people to donate. And that that ends up having a diminishing turn uh, return long time. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, yeah, you can't like, I know you can't ask, um, you can't just outright ask like, Hey, give money. Cause there's no, that. there's no, you're not getting anything, you know? Uh-huh. Um, I want, I wanted to do a, um, like donate $3 and say something mean as fuck to me. Yeah, I mean, as far as like running a charity event, like there there are a lot of different ways that you can incentivize people to donate. Um, having folks say mean shit about you or having, you know, folks vomit memes at you or whatever it is that you're working on is is a fantastic way to sort of incentivize the giving for people. Uh, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that myself, but that's sort of kind of putting the it's sort of putting the cart before the horse when it comes to fundraising like you kind of, you need a network of people who are passionate about the content that you make before people are going to start giving does that make sense yeah I guess I was kind of jumping in yeah I mean a lot of people do um like the other thing you can do is if you're really passionate about the fundraising side of things, which it sounds like you are, you don't necessarily have to do it with your channel. Like you can say a year from now, I want to do a big event for this charity that I love. And you can go around and say like, hi, I'm, you know, to every broadcaster that you love or every YouTuber that you love and say, hey, I'm incredibly passionate about working with this charity. We're trying to put on an event Um uh, this is the time scale for it. This is when we're going to be working with everyone. Uh, and I'd love for you to be involved. 
is there any kind of like threshold of you know should i be this present before i approach or can i just be like i mean if you're just follower joe if you're talking from an organizing perspective you don't have to have any sort of physical presence you know online uh if you're speaking as an organizer you can just like that's your goal is to organize people so that they work together um and it like yeah having a having an online presence is is great and it might overcome some obstacles for you but if your sole purpose is to just raise money and that's what you want to do it doesn't matter if you've got five followers or five hundred thousand followers uh you know you just sort of have to I mean, prove it's your terrifying value. if you're terrifying if you're very small uh approaching it's it's scary being the small fish approaching the big fish you know for sure i mean yeah but if your goal is fundraising then like that's what you're gonna have to do eventually put up or shut up yeah, yeah. put up or shut up exactly like eventually you have to do the work <clears throat> You don't you don't get out of it just because like you're not ready yet. Uh, I think a lot of <clears throat> a lot of people never get started because they're either scared or they're worried that it won't be perfect. And uh, you know I think that it it doesn't like it doesn't matter. You know if you're passionate about the charity, if you're passionate about the work that they do, eventually, uh, you know it needs to. Like the passion has to turn itself into work. Um, so whether that's the work of growing your channel so that more people get interested, or that's the work of writing uncomfortable emails and saying, Hey, I love your content. I'm trying to put together this charity marathon. Would you be interested? Or I'm trying to set up a fundraising month for so-and-so. Would you be willing to stream part of your month for this charity under the banner? And, you know, these are the things that we're organizing right now. Uh, people are incredibly responsive uh, to fundraising. And I think that, uh, if you're coming from a good place, you don't have anything to be worried about. Um, no, I had like two other questions, but I was actually surprised I even got on here. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can take your time and, and think of the rest of the questions that you have. If you want. Um, okay. So you said a year good timeline before you start you know i mean that's that's an that's an example but yeah i mean like you don't want to say hey i'm doing this next week because you're not going to get anybody involved for uh, an event uh okay for building an online presence so if if i really do want donations to go to a charity yeah kind of what kind of following would i want before i start saying hey i want to i want to give you this money per month you personally Uh, to the charity i mean that just depends on how much money you're making (laughs) uh i mean is there like a a follower a subscriber like like what would you recommend as you're following before you start approaching charity saying hey i want to give this uh, i want to give all my donations to you guys um I mean, I mean, it's it's that answer is different for everybody. It's it's going to be when you're comfortable with it, right? Like when you're ready to give up growth 
because that's what you'll be doing because you're going to be monetizing your content, even though you're monetizing it for a charity. But when you're ready to give up growth um, in order to help fundraising, uh, you know, for another cause, that is when you should start. It's just when I feel comfortable. Yeah, whenever you feel comfortable with it. Just know that the decision to start fundraising for charity is essentially the same decision as going in for a monetary ask from your community. Um, because it is. It's just not money going into your pockets, going into another charity's pocket. <laughs> you know, or it's not, not going to your pocket. It's going to a charity's pocket. Um, there is no right time. Like there is no magic bullet. There is no perfect answer. Um, the answer is when you are comfortable with it. If you're looking to like, you need to know how much you want to raise. You want to raise a thousand dollars. You could probably do that right now. You want to raise a million dollars. It's going to take years of work. <laughs> okay. Hey. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I hope that I answered some of your questions. <laughs> At the very least, <laughs> about uh, trying to do fundraising online. Actually, really nice. It was more. I think it was more your perspective I was looking for. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm always, I'm always happy to share, uh, to share my perspective, man. And it, it takes a, it takes a long time to really put together an effective charity network, and it is the exact same as growing your channel for personal gain. Um, you know, uh, any any advice I've given on any podcast about growing your channel uh, is going to be effective for growing your channel for charity as well. All right, man. Well, you want to let everybody know where they can find you? Yeah. Um, third X trick. So Twitch, Mixer, book, the brand well. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you have a good one and I'll talk to you later. All right. <laughs> I think that <clears throat> I think that we answered his questions. I hope so. But uh, to sort of put a bundle on that whole raising money for charity conversation, let me let me say this. Uh, if your goal is to raise money for charity, uh, you have two options. One, you need to wait until your channel is big enough that you can effectively raise the amount of money that you are setting as a goal. Or you need to put in the time and effort to organize other people from other networks um, who have the sort of notoriety that you need to reach the goal that you have. And that's it. <laughs> uh that's the whole thing all right guys gals thanks for listening uh i appreciate each and every one of you and we will hang out again soon remember if you've got a question or if you got anything that you'd like to talk to me about you can find me everywhere uh instagram twitter twitch at professor broman and we will talk next time peace <laughs>